Welcome to Friend Wings Podcast, where Smashville and Hockey Town collide. And now your hosts, Brett and Ron White and D-Law, Dan Lawless. Welcome to Pred Wings Podcast. We're up to episode 78. Social media, Pred Wings Podcast on Facebook, Discord, and Instagram. And X and YouTube at Pred Wings Pod. And our email is Pred Wings Podcast at gmail.com. So let's roll right into this week's Beer League Minute. I think that should be the theme song. Because it was another one of those games. Fell back. Fell back behind 4 to nothing again. Uh, first period, 2 nothing at, in, in the first period. 1 in the second period. And then 1 in the third. But we did end up uh, scoring. It was 4-1 four, four final. But... Yeah, I saw a few breakaways, a few odd man rushes, but they didn't score on the breakaways or odd man rushes. I just, I don't know. It's like, I almost feel like Soros and the Predators. Like the Thursday team, might as well call the pre- the junior Predators. Are you that disappointed in yourself? Well, after last last season, we finished third. So, so that means we're 0-2 now. Gotta dig um, but I play, but I play really good on Sundays. I know it's not a real league, but and it's not like I don't know. I guess we're playing against players on Thursdays that shouldn't be in a novice league. I don't know. I I mean I know those are excuses, but um, it's just yeah. I I don't know, but. Um, I guess we can move. It is tough because you always, I mean, you you do always get like disappointed, discouraged. Like it just, it it gets to a point where it's just not fun. I mean, I don't know. I've been there. We played that one, one spring league or whatever when we lost every game by a lot against the same team every week. Yeah, well, at least at least this league is more teams, and it just I don't know. Hope dig out of it, figure it out, and fix it. I mean, I didn't play all that bad, and I I actually played decent in the third period. It was just uh, I don't know one one goal. I we just can't seem to score. I don't know. Um, even I I guess that's just our team. We can't figure out. You know, we just we need to get that lead. Yeah, that would definitely that would definitely help if you had some offensive assistance. Um, but but anyway, should we roll into some uh, 
Sure, I think Red Wings got a couple games. Yeah, how far back am I going? Am I going all the way back to... It looks like Did you I... start with Florida on the 17th. I did do Toronto? Yes, you did. Okay. Well, Detroit's at Florida. You know, as, as we know, Florida is, um, which we both consider one of the hottest teams in the league as they're in their top 10 week after week. They are definitely a good team. Um, but, you know, D- Detroit got down early from Sam Reinhart. Um, and it, what stung a little bit more was it a shorthanded goal. Like, those those are the goals you just don't want to see happen, um, you know, because they, they hurt. So, but Detroit's down one nothing, and they, they struggle and they play from behind. And, you know, at the end of the game, um, well, the, the shorty that had happened, and I don't know if you – did you see it, D-Law? No, I didn't. Well, so what had happened was Larkin's going into the offensive zone, and he coughs it up at the blue line to Kulikov, and that was it. I mean, that just let it right down to his shorty, and, or, you know, they had an odd man rush on a, on a shorthanded opportunity, and they definitely capitalized on it. But, you know, it just wasn't good. But one of the things that I, you know, I've mentioned it before, and I've, I've mentioned it in social media, I think that Rasmussen, Rasmussen, excuse me, is just like the demolition man. Now, you know who that is, Tomas Holmstrom. Um, you know, as a non-Detroit fan in Dela, Dela, why don't you explain a little bit about Tomas Holmstrom? Just to kind of paint a picture of what I'm going to be asking Rasmussen to do. Uh, he gets right in front of that, uh, kind of like what I usually do, except for he's a lot bigger and a lot more skilled. Uh, but he just goes right to the front of that and gets all those greasy goals, tip-ins, and, but he can also, uh, snipe too, but it's not very often as that because he's always in front of that. And he'll go, and he'll go in the corners and behind the net and, you know, he plays that greedy game. Yeah, he, he gets, and he wasn't a fighter. Like, Tomas Holmstrom wasn't a guy that's going to drop the gloves in the corner. That's just not his style of game. However, same or very similar build to each other. If you just park Rasmussen in front of the net and utilize him that way, I mean, I, I have seen, and if you've, if anyone's been watching the Red Wings games, Rasmussen's goals are coming on unbelievable deflection after deflection after deflection but he sets up in front of the net i mean he's got the ability to to make things happen he's not afraid to get rough he's not afraid to get to the dirty areas i i would really like to see detroit try to put him right in front of that goaltender and actually set up a a a good screen i i think i i think it could it could work but I am also not a coach. I am also not out there doing it. So this is just me spitballing an idea. But, yeah, Detroit ends up losing this. They they did get a point out of it, which I'm actually pretty excited about because this is a loss that I'm okay with. They took them to overtime. They lost it in overtime. We stole a point because Detroit's that team that's scratching and clawing and trying to get their way back into it. And they're starting to get on these little hot streaks. And I'll, I'll take that point. Um. You know, and I do want to point out, I've mentioned this in, you know, a few of the 
the I I don't know which episode it was. I was trying to think if I could remember that. But I've talked about it in a few episodes how the penalty kill has been a very strong point for the Red Wings lately. In this game, they went 5 for 5. It, against Toronto, they were 3 for 3. I mean, they're 100% in their penalty kill, you know, in, in two games here. But we'll move into the Hurricanes. Now, this one, you know, this was a little bit more of a beatdown. And, again, I still consider that, you know, I still consider, you know, Carolina is one of the top teams in the NHL. But we just couldn't hang. We looked sluggish in this game. And, and I feel like I described the same thing over and over when Detroit's not clicking. But I've come to realize that Detroit is one of those streaky teams. You know, as every team is, obviously. But when Detroit's bad, they just look bad. And when they're good, they look good. Like, there's, they got to find that common ground. But Detroit ends up, you know, they, they get down again, um, you know, on their road trip here. They just couldn't keep tempo. Carolina felt like they, they just kept, they kept driving. They kept going. They kept, you know, it was nonstop, like down their throats. And Detroit just couldn't, they couldn't match, match that. And the worst part is, is I thought Ranta played a very poor game, completely out of position, had some really bad, um, the first goal was just awful that he let in and he just didn't play well at all. And Detroit still couldn't capitalize on that. But Lyon, I will say, even though Detroit lost four to two, he had some big saves, and I, I think Detroit has solidified a number one goalie at the moment. I, it'll be interesting to see what happens when Huso comes back. But but Lyon's been playing really well. He was twenty three for twenty nine, but he made the big saves, and he was just there. He bailed Detroit out. It, it, that game easily could have been six to two. So, but we'll move into tonight. Uh, Detroit's playing Tampa Bay. We squeaked it out. Uh, and, and Detroit got a sweep for the Tampa Bay today. They did. They did close that off. Um, you know, penalty kill again, uh, three for three in this game. So, you know, Detroit's Detroit's penalty kill, their special teams are, are bailing them out. They're helping them. Now you're getting some goaltending on top of that with Alex Lyon. You know, he was 27 for 28. Um, you know, and Detroit's putting, you know, putting pressure on these teams and, and Vasilevsky definitely kept this game a lot closer than it should have been. I mean, at 29 years old, he's playing at elite status right now. And he went 33 for 35. But he just made so many incredible saves. I mean, this game honestly, realistically, should have been 4-1. to one. Detroit had two additional really incredible scoring opportunities that were robbed by Vasilevsky. But that's why he's the best goalie in the league. I mean, he's just playing at such a high level. And, you know, and I think Tampa Bay is still a team you got to you can't rule them out. So, you know, I just I, I just I like what Detroit's doing right now. I think they've finally starting to get their identity and I'm hoping that it clicked at the right time. So we need to get some major points, you know, in the next several games. But we're just getting to that that playoff area. So I'm sorry, the all star break. So. If we want to get up into the playoffs, we, we need to just continue on a hot streak. And that's a huge win because that ties uh, Detroit with Tampa Bay. And and they're also, well, they got a game in hand, so they're actually in third because of that. But uh, I'm not sure they had to head, but I, 
I don't know if it comes down to head-to-head or wins. It actually goes on, it comes down to rows, which Tampa Bay actually has one more row, which is a stupid stab, but I'm not going to get into that. That's all I got. I mean, Detroit's playing well. I'll take it. I'll take it. We'll get scratch clawed, grab points any direction we can. So, he's got to keep it up. Well, uh, as far as Detroit, as far as the Predators. Can we just give a shout out to the Detroit Lions? Well, that's what I was referring to. I kind of ruined it when I said the sweep of Tampa Bay. The Detroit sweep of Tampa Bay. Yeah. Yeah, they did. They are moving on to the NFC championship game. Never has, I mean, I'm going back probably four generations of Lions fans. And none of them have seen what I have seen. I just think that's incredible. But that's all. Go ahead. I hijacked your Preds. Uh, not yet. But anyway, um, well, I think the Preds got hijacked. Uh, so they went... They had to play the Red Hot Vegas. You know, I, I mean, yeah. I mean, it was a loss. Um, but, it, you know, the Vegas is a really top team. But they really, I guess they didn't, it wasn't all that bad. Um, you know, their power play is still struggling. They were 0 for 4, but Vegas was 0 for 2. Um, but they, couldn't stop Mark Stone, and, you know, he'll probably end up being on IR, and then they'll miraculously come back for the playoffs, but that's another story. I won't go to that. But, you know, Mark Stone had a hat trick, so that right there beat him. Um, if you, you take Mark Stone out of the equation, it's 1-1. Um, I mean, it just, you know, it was just one of those games, you know, it kind of, kind of sucks to lose, but, you know, Vegas is a top team. Um, then they just, they just, they couldn't stop Mark Stone. He's, he's, he is, a, you know, an elite player. Um, and that was actually his first career hat trick. Um, so, you know, they, they, they know, you know, they know Vegas and they know Mark Stone. So, I mean, I mean, they don't, they're not in the same division, but they play each other, you know, being, being the same conference. Um, but so they moved, uh, you know, that was started a little road trip. Uh, so they move on to LA, uh, who's another top team, uh, but they squeak out a two to one win. Um, O'Reilly keeps, uh, scores again, um. And, you know, the Kings are in a little bit of slide. They lost, you know, 10 of their last 11. Um, but, you know, their power play did strike. They're one for three, so they're not getting a lot of chances. Um, but their power killing is still great. The, King, the Kings, uh, they only had one on the five opportunities. Uh, but that's another thing that's kind of... Uh, frightening, you know, they're, they, the discipline, they, you know, five, five power plays, five penalties or five power plays. I don't want to say penalties. Um, um, you know, they gave, they gave the Kings five power plays and even finally killing is one of the strong points. Um, even though their you know, defenses at times, you know, gives up a lot of turnovers and stuff, but, um, you know, that, you know, like, Keeps them in the game, and 
you know, Nyquist ended up with the game winner with uh, at 1340. Uh, so that's like about seven minutes, uh, uh, seven minutes left in the game. Um, O'Reilly had an assist on that. So he O'Reilly had points on both, you know, he was in on both the, both the goals. Um, when O'Reilly's was the power play goal, obviously, they were one for three. Um, but, you know, they... Uh, you know, they squeaked out a good road win, I guess. You know, um, well, Saros, uh, he actually played pretty good. Uh, 971 percentage in this game. Uh, you know, they, the Kings had 34 shots on goal, so, you know, 33 saves is pretty good. Um, but then they, uh, let's see, then the next game they go to uh, Arizona. Um, and, you know, like I was saying last week, I think, um, as far as the Predators seem to be, they always seem to struggle against the Coyotes, but, uh, you know, and Connor Ingram was, he's on the Coyotes now, he's, he's a former Predator, that's kind of, kind of sucks, you know, they, they actually got him on waivers from the Predators, uh, back, you know, uh, was it last year, a couple years ago, um, because, you know, the goaltending situation, they had to set him down because they had, um, I don't remember the goalie now. Um, oh, Lankinen, I think, was in. And he was, he was at the time, he was playing pretty good. Um, Connor Ingram is leading the NHL with five shutouts. So he's thriving in the Coyotes. And, I mean, he's one of those, I mean, he could be doing that in prayers, but they just, they had, you know, they had to take a chance, and and they lost him on the way. It was it was it was a smart pickup by the Coyotes, and I think we talked about this when it happened. Um, but uh, the Predators, you know, they started out great. Um, they out they came out flying. They had an early shots on goal, eight nothing shots on goal, but they you know they couldn't score on them. Um, but then they only had in the last two minutes of the first period, they only had uh, two shots on goal. So the Coyotes really rebounded. Um, coyote killer or coyote killer, pride killer Keller. Um, actually, that kind of has a ring to it, but uh, he he scores. Um, actually, he had both goals, two or two goals. Um, he uh, you know, he, he put him up two to nothing. Um, no, the Coyotes won three to two. Uh, so he had two, two of the three goals. Yossi scored on a power play, uh, that at the time made it two to one. Um, and with that goal, he passes Shea Weber for the most goals for the defense, um, as a defenseman in team history. So that's a nice little milestone for him. He's got a lot of hockey left. I mean, he's, who knows how far, I mean, I know he's been in a slump and I've ragged on him quite a bit this year, but. You know, he's, he's finding a way to still get it done. So, congrats to him. But, um, you know, the Coyotes just took over in the second period. Um, just, uh, you know, they were had the Predators penned into the zone. Um, but, you know, Mitsaros just, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, he you know, it was 3-2. or two, um, but it, it, it was just, you know, the, the Coyotes went up. They actually scored uh, to put up three, uh, three to one. And then, um, you know, the, the Predators did score with an extra attacker with a, about a minute 16 left uh, to cut the lead 3-2. But, 
you know, it, it was just, uh, I, I, I know he gave up three goals, um, but there were some bad turnovers by the Predators late, late in the third period, like the last five, six minutes to go, especially. I mean, they, they had turnovers throughout the game. But in the last, the late part of the period, third period, five, six minutes ago, I mean, just they're, they had the puck in their zone trying to break out, and they just turned, turn, totally just turned the puck right over to the Coyotes. They, they didn't score on them, but, I mean, you, you just, you got to be, that's, it comes down to mental, I think. I mean, yeah, you, yeah, it's, it's physical, as far as turning the puck over, but it's their mental mistakes that lead to those those bad turnovers. And late in the game, you can't do that. Um, you know, it was, it was a defense that did that. Um, but, you know, they were – and the Predators had six power play opportunities, and they only had one power play goal. I mean, Ingram was excellent in this game. Uh, 32 shots on goal for the Predators. Um and the one, you know, like I said, the one part of the goal was obviously Yossi. It was a, it was a nice slap shot. It was, just, you know, no fall for, for, for um, Ingram because he, he probably went there as a screen in front. Um, I believe it was probably Nyquist or Sissons in front, but Nyquist did get an assist on it. Uh, at first, it, they thought uh, it was tip, but it, it didn't tip. It went straight in. It was through through a screen. So, uh, fall Ingram for that. He, the Preds Pella killing. Um, excellent again. Uh, they had a little more discipline. They only gave him, they only gave him two power play opportunities, but uh, they shut him down 0 for 2 in the power play. So, and, you know, it was kind of funny. Um, you know, they're playing in the mullet, and um, they uh, actually a couple of little, little stories on that. Um, there's a lot of empty seats, but there's an awful lot of Preds fans. So it, it's, it would be kind of interesting to see, you know, what the attendance, they're listing the attendance at 4,600, but I think that's probably the max. Um, you know, that's probably what they hold. So, um, and it's funny because there's a few fans that, that had uh, – I, I don't know. I think it was just uh, they had mullets. Um, and it was probably like a wig or whatever. But it was kind of funny. They were they had the mullet. I don't know. Um, probably was. It's right there on the campus. But it was just funny mullets at the mullet arena. So I think that's kind of kind of kind of a you know a little funny dig. I think you know that's uh, recaps for this week. Um, so a couple of losses, you know, Vegas, I mean, I know it's a tough loss, but I mean, they're a top team and, you know, the Kings are a top team too and they, they end up winning, but well, they had that three game road home, three game road trip and now they return home. So we'll see what they do um, coming up and actually it's, uh, uh, I guess it's Monday, another Monday game the Preds, but, um, and then I, I remember, um, last week you were talking about power plays and I, I don't want to be throwing you under the bus, but you're, aren't you saying teams can't score three power play goals in a game or something like that? No, I didn't say they couldn't. I said that it's very well, unlikely. Well, the wild scored five power play goals on Florida. It's impressive. So, I mean, the wild are playing, I mean, I don't know what's going on with Hines. Um, I guess it's the honeymoon stage. He, he kind of did that when he was with the Predators. So I'm sure he'll probably, you know, 
I'm sure there'll be a letdown if not this season. Well, we'll see what happens with the wild. I'm see what kind of if it's gonna you know and and things same thing happened in New Jersey. So let's just you know just see what happens if the patterns gonna change or stay the same um, or you know. But you know the wild are playing really good right now under him. So I, I don't know if it's his system or which I don't know what his system is because he didn't have a system with the Predators at least. <laughs> it was like Helter Skelter. I don't know what that. I didn't think they had an identity, but um, tell so yeah, I, that's you know that's all I got for my recaps. Um, uh, we got any? Uh, let's see what's next on the list. Um, um, I don't have any Preds news. Uh, Nothing big on the Detroit. I don't believe news. the only thing is I. I did read a rumor that Zegris might be interested in talking with Detroit, but I don't know if that's that's just again social media hoopla. So it could be a whole lot of nothing, which it probably is. Um, so I guess uh, on that note, we can just keep jumping right into some NHL news stories, and I think uh, we have a big one, or at least you have a big one. The Patrick Wah. Is that what you're talking? Yeah. Yeah, the the Islanders have relieved Lane Lambert of his duties and have assigned Patrick Waugh as their head coach. Now, just, just to throw this in perspective, um, you know, so far in January, the Islanders are 2-9. and nine. They've dropped the last four. They're 11th in the conference and 6th in the, in the division. So they're definitely, they, they have their struggles. They're, they're not clicking like they were early on. They started the season off great. And I don't know if I like the move, but we'll see. Who knows? Maybe it'll be one of those like uh, Coach Prime things in Colorado. You know, if you know, you know. But where it comes in, changes the culture, and, you know, just gets a team that wants to play for you. Who knows? But we'll see. We'll have to keep an eye on the Islanders and see what they're see what they're doing. And um, there's a couple suspensions. Did we talk about the Gord? Uh, no, I don't think Okay, Yanni Gord. Uh, he got two games uh, for charging... Eckholm, um, who's on the Oilers forward predator, he was assessed a major penalty for charging. So I don't know video, but let me um let me see if I can see the video. Um, okay, he's coming in the zone. Oh, that yeah. I don't know. I mean, he kind of he had the puck and he flipped it in the zone. And he kind of got stood up by somebody in the Oilers, but he came came in and then he Ekholm was back to get the puck, and he kind of oh he did hit him in the head, yeah, shoulder to the head. Did he? Did he? Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know if that's I would have caught him over. Oh, 
I, I guess charging is the right call. I mean, it doesn't really matter what the call is, but yeah, he had him in. Yeah. I don't think, did Ekholm leave the game? I didn't catch yeah, that. Yeah, he's, um, so I don't know if he's got a history. I don't, I don't, I think he did. It seems to me he's, he's had a suspension before, but I don't remember when, when he was with Tampa Bay. I don't remember, but he's that kind of player that plays like that. And, you know, he can't change his game because of this. Um, I mean, he did leave his feet. That's probably why they got the major. He, he kind of jumped up. If he went off his feet, he probably wouldn't hit him in the head. Um, you know, that comes a little, looks like, I think he's a little bit taller, at least it looks from the video. Um, but then another one, we got, uh, Lockwood. Yeah, that was, that was on the 20th when they suspended him. So that was yesterday. Lockwood got a three game suspension for interference on Flurry. Uh, he was assessed a minor penalty. Um, so let's see what happened. Looks like Flurry was behind the net playing the puck. And this happened on Friday the 19th. Um, so Flurry was behind the net. Oh, he came flying. Wow. He came flying. Flurry was behind the net. He was. He, he was flying. I don't. I don't remember. Lockwood does not sound. Is he rookie? Oh yeah, he caught him in the head with the. He went flying behind. I think he was actually trying to get go between Flurry and the boards, but he he definitely at full speed. You know, at full speed, it didn't definitely look like he hit him. But when they slow it down, it looks like he was trying to go between them. But he he caught him with the in the head with his elbow, mm. or actually his shoulder. But yeah, and of course, Flurry flopped down. I mean, yeah, he got hit. I mean, that was a hard. He was going. He was flying. He was because he was coming. And he was just. He had a head of steam. Uh, he he was he just come flying in the in the zone. He had a full head of steam, and yeah, I I mean. It probably was, but I mean, they—I don't know how you know as far as stopping, how 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 fast they can you know. I mean, yeah, they're NHL players, so they should be able to stop. But he was he was moving pretty fast, um, you know. And Flair was behind in that play in the puck, and yeah, I, yeah, I, 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 three, yeah, I. That's uh, kind of tricky because he got a minor for interference. And he got three games and board. He got two games and he got a major, right? He said major. Yes. He, he got a major penalty. He got two games. He left his feet and Lacko got three games, got a minor. I, I don't know if it's because uh, I, and I don't, recognize that name. I don't know. I, I have to look and see um, William Lockwood. Um, so I don't know 
He's drafted in 2016 by Vancouver. He's played 51 games in his career. Only two assists in his career, and one of them was this this year. He was signed as a free agent by Florida in last summer, so he's not a rookie. Um, well, I guess he is. He's only got 51 games. I don't know what what the rookie, um, unless you're bunting. Um, I don't remember what the rookie. 30 this year. Well, Lockwood is 25. Um, but I don't, you know, he's played 51 games in his career, so I don't know if that still qualifies. He's played 23s for, no, 23 this year. Two, two, three, yeah, he probably still could be considered a rookie because he's played two and then 13 the last two seasons. So I think, I think it's like 20 in a season. Okay. But I don't know what the, but I don't remember what the actual, the total games, but I think it, it, it seems to me it's somewhere on 20. If you play 20 games a season or 25 or something, I can't remember. Um, yeah, I forget that magic number. But so, you know, um, you know, just, um, so yeah, I just uh, I think that was all the all the suspensions. Um, Kalorn, as far as injuries, uh, Kalorn from the Ducks. He's gonna have knee surgery, so he's gonna be out four to six weeks. Um, so that's a huge loss for the Ducks. And on, a, on, a, on another note, um, it looks like the Blackhawks are going to get Felino on Monday. So he could return. And. For them. They need that kind of grit, physical presence. Yeah, and. And that, and that for, on the Blackhawks, no. Uh, Connor Bedard is skating now. I mean, obviously, it, it was a jaw injury, so it's not going to affect his feet. But we'll just see, you know. I mean, he could probably come back anytime now. I mean, obviously, he had, he had to wear those funky cage thingies that, that players tend to wear after a jaw injury or, but I mean, people are, you know, there's been rumors, you know, people have been trying to say they should be wearing full, full cages anyway. So, um, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to get into that controversy, but, I mean, it was um, a struggle to get a helmet on everybody. Well, what they do is they just force it on the young because then when the young grow old, it's just the norm. Yeah, kind of like fighting or getting out of the game, and you know all the all the younger, all the youth, youth and juniors are you know taking the fighting out of the game because you get a fight and you get suspended for the next game. So I mean that's that's how they take that's how they take that out of the game. You know what? And, it's and then you know, it's and fun. that's part of the game. That's what drives me nuts. Like I, I, I don't, I don't even understand the argument for taking it out. 
And, you know, teams, players take liberties, even in the juniors, and that's what, you know, and, they, you know, fine if the rest call them, you know, call the penalty sure. when that happens, and, you know, then maybe they'll, they won't do that stuff. If they don't call that, and then the players say, well, okay, well, we'll take it in our own hand, and then they start fights, and then they get kicked out of the game, and then they get a suspension for the next game. Um, but, you know, I, I think we've, I don't know, it's just a recurring theme. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Um, I don't know if there's anything, any other news. Uh, the trade, trades should be starting to heat up because the trade deadline is coming up in, well, it's March. So we got a whole other month and a half. I believe it's, is it, is it the mid-March? Or early March, but anyway, it's about about a month, about a month and a half, and um, so um, you know, I think we'll start, you know, slowly getting to some more, you know, trade trade rumors. I haven't heard any more. And Barry, even though he he did play, um, I think he played in the. I believe he played in the that Coyotes game. I'm not sure if he played in the Kings game or the Vegas game, but I know he played in the Arizona game. Um, so we'll have to keep an eye on that and I don't know who started this as far as the NHL some NHL insider is trying to dig up rumors about Predators trying to uh, shop Soros uh, I don't think I don't think it's going to happen because the asking price is going to be way too high even though he's having a bad year but um, you know, after watching the Coyotes game and, you know, I'm a fault because I haven't really been watching a lot of Predators games, which, and I do record them, but I'm just, it's just so busy for me. Um, I knew I really need to start watching, but I did, I did see a lot of the Coyotes game and it's the turnovers. Um, so, I mean, if that's, if that's been going on all season, I can't blame Saros for having a bad year. Um, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you can, you can, I mean, it's tough. I, I, I know. I mean, in, in the breakaways, you know, the turnovers that I saw in the breakaways, he stopped them. And I just think they had to find a way, the president have got to find a way of being more mentally sound and to avoid those turnovers. It's just one of those things in the game where you got to stay in the game and, and not turn the puck over. And as far as news, um, I've seen something, I don't know, Corey Perry. I heard he was being shopped. They're looking, is, teams are looking at him. So, oh, that's right. Chicago caught him, didn't they? Because of that incident with the mother. It wasn't something about his Corey. There was a rumor about Corey. About, was it Connor Bedard and Corey Perry's mother or something? I don't know how true that is. 
and then the, the Blackhawks caught him. Uh, but it looks like the Oilers, I don't know how true it is, Oilers signed a deal for the remainder of the year. I'd read that that was kind um, of... So, I just kind of... Hopefully, they better, they can hide their motors, the Oilers. So, I don't know. Um, we already covered fines. There was no trades. Um, I guess that we can go wins of Red Wings 10. Yeah, sounds about right. Um, and I just for, totally forgot, so I just did that a few minutes ago. Um, I guess I can start this week. Edmonton's on a roll. I think they're, you know, they're really, uh, I have to look, what was it? The, the winning streak, the record is, what, 18, I think it is? I think it was the Penguins. Um, I can probably check real quick. But, um... So they're on a 13-game win streak, so I got them moving up to number one spot. Um, Boston, I got them jumping up to number two. Uh, they're, they've been winning. They've been putting a little win streak together, a little four-game win streak. Uh, so they're, they're, they're fighting their way again. Um, and then I got the Rangers staying at three, and then I got Vegas uh, jumping back in to the fourth spot. They... You know, they had a couple good big wins, and they are on a three-game winning streak. And then in the fifth spot, I got Vancouver dropping just because of other, you know, Edmonton, Boston, and Vegas. Um, and then I got Winnipeg in the sixth, dropping a couple. Colorado dropping a couple. Seventh, just because Winnipeg's leading the division. Uh, Florida, Carolina, and the Kings, I still got in the same spot, 8, 9, and 10. And then, uh, obviously, Seattle dropping out. Uh, they, they've been kind of struggling lately. Um, they fell to fifth, three-game losing streak. Um, I think they'll be back up there. Um, and then I just want to mention Washington and Tampa Bay. Uh, they're, they're sneaking in there at the, at the right time to, you know, catch the uh, the wild card. Let's see, they are well. Carolina's still in third in the wild card, but Tampa Bay actually, you know, they're leading the division. Tampa Bay is actually sit, holding the number one wild card, and Islanders are in third. But Washington is just one point behind the Islanders for a wild card. So, Washington and Tampa Bay are. Right there for the wild card. Um, let's see how how far away. Um, what division is Tampa Bay? Oh, Tampa Bay's in Boston's division. Um, so I don't know. You know, they're they're actually tied with Detroit now. Um, but they got more regulation wins. Um, so we'll see what happens in the second half of the season for them. Um. Uh, so what is your uh, your Pred Wings 10 looking like? Yeah, mine's not a whole lot. Same teams pretty much, just different order. Um, I'm keeping Vancouver on top. They're just, they're, they're that team to beat right now. But I have Boston's number two. I think that they're creeping back up, and they're getting hot again. Um, number three, I'm going Colorado. They've put on a couple of nice little streaks here lately, and, you know, they're, they're showing that they can hang. Um, Dallas, I feel like Dallas can always pour it on, and they've been playing good hockey lately. Um, then I've got Winnipeg 
Florida, and Vegas. And then rounding it out, I've got Carolina, Philly, and New York Rangers. And I just, I love the Philly game. I do. It's a physical, old-school type of a game. They're not afraid to hit you, check you, and they can score on you. Uh, but I, I do want to give a couple of mentions. Um, you know, I, I think I want to give special mention, uh, as you had said, to Washington and Tampa Bay. But I'm going to throw Detroit in there as my third honorable mention. I think they're putting on some streaks here. And uh, as soon as Patrick Kane comes back, I think we're, we're going to be in um- uh, that was meant that the winning streak, the, the winning streak record is 17 by the 1992-93 Penguins. And now that happened late in the season that started on March and ended in April. So pretty much at the end of the season. And then uh, Columbus, is on, I just want to mention, in 2016-17, they had a 16-game winning streak. That was in November until January. Actually, the end of November until just very early January. And then the Islanders and the Penguins did it again, uh, 15 uh, the Islanders, the 81-82, I think that was, is that, was that during their four-year run? A couple run, I don't remember when they're, I'm too young. um, and then, uh, the Penguins, um, was their 15th was tw- 2012 and 13. That was also late in the season. And then uh, Boston, Washington, 14. So, uh, Edmonton, they you know, they got 13. Which ties them with, I see, there's a bunch of teams with 13. Boston, Philly, New Jersey, Florida, and New Jersey again. And then actually, New Jersey's was last year, 22-23. So that's pretty fresh. So they got a, a, got a couple more. They win, they win another one. They can tie Boston, Washington. What's Edmonton's schedule looking like uh, real quick here? On the 23rd, they've got the Blue Jackets. On the 25th, they've, they're at home with the Blackhawks. And then the 27th, okay. they've got the Predators. Oh, so well, they'll probably win this. Columbus, which they'll probably, they'll probably win. They'll probably, they'll probably end, continue to streak that one. Was you said Chicago after that? They, they could very well uh, get up there uh, threatening for the for the NHL uh, record um, soon. So we'll, we'll see what happens. And, you know, I don't know, you know, if they do a kill Corey Perry, I don't know. I mean, obviously he's a good player. I don't know, you know, if that'll upset the their little chemistry or or if it'll you know spark them and and you know continue their winning ways. I don't know, but who's their goalie again? I I, I can't even remember who their goalie is. Skinner. Oh, Skinner. Okay, yeah, that's right. Skinner's number seventy four. I should know that. Um. Yeah. So. Um. Get this into our picks. Uh, actually, we can uh, just real quick the uh, uh, Griffins and Admirals. Um, you know they're coming off a couple of huge wins at, at Texas. Actually, uh, they were that was in Milwaukee. Um, over this past weekend, uh, five four and a five three win. So, another couple of huge wins for them. Put them in the AHL. It's 
far as standings, that puts them, and they're leading the Central Division uh, by eight points over Texas. So those, those are two huge wins for them. Um, Grand Rapids, they're they found their way back in the third. So if you want to, because that's all I have for the Admirals. I, I don't honestly, I don't have anything to report. I haven't done anything. Um, but so they're. Um, they're sitting third in the division, a point ahead of Rockford. Um, I'm not not sure if it's the top three in the NHL, like the NHL or not. I can't remember how. I think they change every year the playoff thing. So top six finishers in the Atlantic, the top five in the North and Central. Um, yeah, that's they're kind of weird. And then the top seven in the Pacific. It's like the Pacific's got ten teams and seven make it. So, I mean, you could be under, actually, they're not under 500. And then in the Central, you got seven teams and five for the seven. So two, two, two don't make it in that one. And then same thing with the North Division. And then the Atlantic, six of the eight teams. So looks like looks like only two teams. I guess that's why they do that. Well, the Pacific Division three teams don't make it, and then the rest two, just two. So they're they're holding steady. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we'll just we see. But um, another great great run for Milwaukee. Um, hopefully they can continue their their winning ways, and hopefully you know that'll bleed up when the players that. When they get the call up into into Nashville, leads us into our picks. Uh, so Detroit. Um, let's see. We start with Florida. So actually, I got the last. I got the last three correct. Uh, so I'm again. I'm back on a three game winning three game winning streak for picking picking uh, Detroit. Um, you only got Florida correct, and you got Carolina and Tampa Bay uh, wrong. Uh, so that leads us into uh, the, the Detroit's week. Uh, looks like you have three games. Yep, we've got um, Dallas coming up. I'm going to say that's going to – I'm going to say we're going to win that one. I just feel it. I also think we're going to – we've got Philly on the 25th. I think that one I'm gonna go with a win. Uh, then we then we we're playing Vegas on the 27th, and I'm gonna go with a loss on that one. And then just for fun, Ottawa on the 31st, and I'm gonna go with a loss on that one. What do What do you take? Uh, I'm gonna pick a loss against Dallas, even though it's in Detroit. Six game homestand here, and uh, they just started their homestand tonight. Um, so, a uh, loss against Dallas, and I'm going uh, to call a win against Philadelphia, and then a loss uh, against uh, Vegas. Um, just, I don't know, I just think Vegas is, they've kind of been up and down, and I think they're starting to find their way again, um, even though they... I think they're on a little little losing streak, aren't they? Or were they? No, they're on a three-game winning streak. Um, that's right. Um, so that's it for that. And then, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll be next Sunday, so we, I won't do the thirty-first. Um, so then, uh, so with the Preds, let's see. I got 
the Vegas and Kings correct, and Arizona I got wrong. I th- don't know why I thought they were going to win because they, I don't know, maybe wishful thinking. Um, but you got them all correct this week. Um, you got the Vegas Kings and Edmonton correct, so that leaves while well, you're pulling close. Um, you're only one win behind me. I got 23 right, and 20, you got 22 right. I'm 50% for the Preds. I'm starting to pull ahead on the wings. I got 25 correct. You got 21 correct. I'm 54%. And then overall, uh, 40 to 43 correct. So that leaves me with a 52% overall and 46. And, yeah, they're actually working now. The stats, the percentages are working now. They fixed them a couple weeks ago. Uh, so that leads us into this week. We have Florida coming up, which uh, Detroit just played them a few days ago. Um, I'm going to call that one a loss. And then we got to go on a little road trip, three-game road trip coming up after that. You know, I kind of mentioned that last week. Uh, at Minnesota, um, they lost him last time. Um, Minnesota's been playing really good under their new coach. Uh, so I got to call that one a loss. And then Edmonton, who knows, Corey Perry might be playing in the game. I don't know if that's, you know, who knows when, when that's officially signed or when it's going to be or, you know, if he's even in game shape, who knows what to keep an eye on. But that's on the 27th. Uh, I'm going to lose that game, especially um, Edmonton might be uh, fighting for the, for their uh, – for for the record, um, you know maybe maybe the Preds can end their winning streak. Who knows? It's, I mean, it's probably gonna end sometime. But I'm I'm just gonna I, I gotta call that one a loss. Um, maybe it'll shock me and I'll be wrong again. But so what do you got? Uh, what do you got for that? For 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 my picks? I'm going Florida with a win. Minnesota with a loss, Edmonton with a loss. Did you do Ottawa? Uh, no, I. That's next Monday. We should be recording on next week uh, as usual. I don't foresee any issues with not recording next week. Just in case, I mean, I can always redo it again next week. Um, but yeah, let me just just in case uh, something does come up um, at Ottawa, I'm gonna call that one a win. I'm gonna go with a loss. Okay. Um, Picks right. Yep, uh, that picks. That's the picks for this week. Um, anything else going on? I think the show is about winding down for this week. Yep. Um, I don't have any more to add. So we'll just have to keep an eye. Have to keep an eye on on the news and the Corey Perry uh, situation in Edmonton. Uh, any trades coming up? You know all that kind of stuff. Um, but you can always find us on our social media, which we've been kind of slacking on posting lately, but, um, we'll, we'll have to get back into that, uh, Pred Wings podcast on Facebook, Discord, and Instagram, and X and YouTube, or at Pred Wings Pod, <clears throat> and our email is Pred Wings Podcast at gmail.com. Thanks again for tuning in to the Pred Wings Podcast. Good night, Hockey Town. See ya, Smashville.